This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. You may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. This guy's got the right idea. He wore the brown pants. Welcome everybody to the Ultimate Marvel Podcast. Ooh. Yeah. It sounded ominous. I know. It sounded big time, didn't it? <laughs> like we're professionals or something. <laughs> right. I'm here. I'm Ronnie, of course. Jack's here like normal. What up? And we're going to talk some Marvel stuff today. Really? We're doing Marvel on this podcast? I know. It's weird. We should be talking about like climate control or something. <laughs> climate control. Climate change. <laughs> well, I mean control. Because if you're my wife, you know, the house is never wow. hot enough. So yeah, it could be like 75 degrees in the house and she's sitting there on the couch with a heater on her. <laughs> yeah. That's always. Wives are always cold. Speaking of change, though. See how I did that? It's a nice little professional transition. <laughs> Doctor Strange goes cosmic with a new number one and a new creative team oh oh really yeah not damnation not after damnation yeah hmm tell me uh in june mark wade and um jesus says take over the book <laughs> and that'll be the time when um donny cates starts venom i believe oh, okay <clears throat> that makes sense then so the eye of Agamotto is closed, so Doctor Strange loses his connection to the Earth arcane power, and he can't wait to recover while nightmares press against the seams of our reality. So he goes out into the cosmos to try to find the solution. Yeah, everything's sort of going cosmic these days, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, that's like going to be right on the hills of Infinity Infinity. War. Yeah. When is that scheduled? The 20th. The June the 20th. So they bumped up the Infinity War date. Only by a week, though. Right. Well, I, I am excited for Venom. It makes me less excited for Doctor Strange. Have you read that all the way through, though? I'm not caught up on it. But you started it. Did you start at number one with Jason Aaron or no? I read that for a while and I didn't love it. So I sort of skipped it here and there and then would go back to it and, and didn't really keep up with it. Uh, I know everybody loved Jason Aaron's Doctor Strange, but to me it was just, I don't know, it was too comical. But Venom, written by Donny Kate, sounds awesome. Yeah. And the art looks amazing, too. Yeah. I even made the joke on Twitter, because it's Eddie Brock, and he's got long hair and whatever. Right. And so it looks like Eric from Valiant, because because the exosuit. Right, right, right. I remember that. Yeah. Looks it just kinda, like him. Well, yeah, but the exosuit, like pours onto him kind of like the symbiote does yeah like it's liquid metal ish but there's also something that's coming out this week that i'm kind of excited about i don't know about you and i doubt you would be but if you're excited about it i'm probably not so let's just let's just skip it 
<laughs> well, I'm just kidding. It, I'm kidding. What is it? I think it's kind of big. Okay. Um, it's Peter David and Brian Lovell. Huh. And this week starts a six-issue limited series, but it's only digital on Comixology. And it's called Avengers Back to the Basics. Interesting. And the premises of it is the solar eclipse is about to hit North America, but there's no scientific reason for it. And so darkness is coming, and they're not sure. Like, the whole thing is, can the Avengers avert this Ragnarok type event? Oh, man. Uh, I've got got a sort of of out-of-the-box subject. So we've had some, like, 40 episodes of Marvel podcasting, and we've never talked about what I assume is their second largest moneymaker. Merchandising? Yeah, toys. Toys. Okay. Now, you have a a toy collection. I do. Because I've seen them scattered all over your work desk. Yeah. Does that create some conversation at work? Uh, Well, they're pop figures, though. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes they do. But you got a bunch of them. Yeah, I do. I have a... A slew of them, yeah. Mostly the ones here at work are the wrestling ones. And then I have probably, let's see, I'm looking at them right now. I have different incarnations of Spider-Man and then Civil War Cap and Civil War Iron Man and Deadpool here. Um, I have Homecoming Spider-Man, Iron Spider, Scarlet Spider, and Spider-Man 2099. But mostly... Like at in my office slash den at home is where I have most of the superhero ones at. See now at work at work I only have one. It's a about a two and a half foot tall Yoda that, oh. but it, it it like responds to voice commands and it talks and moves around and it has this uh it, so it, its hand you can it has this like the wood cane that Yoda has but then you can replace it with a lightsaber. And when you put the lightsaber in, he spins around and fights and and does all kind of crazy stuff. So it's kind of a cool conversation starter at work. That's cool. But that's the only one I have. I've I've had the uh, nerve to bring in yet. <laughs> yeah, my ones here is pretty much like uh, because here. Now, do you, you buy? Know, I, I'm gonna say, do you buy? Do you ever buy these to resell, or do you just buy them for yourself? Uh, it sometimes I do. Like um, the Spider-Man 2099. One was like a Black Friday only thing from like Walgreens and you can only buy one per customer or whatever. And it was going like double the money on eBay or whatever. So I bought one and flipped it. But most of the time it's just me buying it for me. Because you know what I'm getting to. Yeah. The electronic Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. So I know a lot of... So for people who don't know, Hasbro, they've made a lot of... They've made a couple of Infinity Gauntlets, but they just came out with one this week that's $100. It's... I don't know. In my opinion, the thing is awesome. Uh, you can wear it. And inside, there's, like, triggers for all the fingers. Uh, so, like, there's, like, a grip, and then there's hooks for each finger, so you can move each finger individually. You can, like, flip people off with it if you want to. <laughs> and as you move the fingers, it has, like, the mechanical sounds that, like, uh, in the in the movie preview, when he puts the, the Infinity Gauntlet on, and you can hear the metal kind of bending. It makes that sound as you wiggle the fingers around. And it does some other stuff I don't really know. Anyways, it's like a toy for big kids because you're not buying this thing for, you know, a six-year-old to tear apart. Right. And me being a big Infinity Gauntlet fan, I was like, that's awesome. I need to figure out a way to get one. But I don't usually spend... See, I'm not a huge collector. Like, I have a uh, I have a Thanos figurine on my desk at home and two Warlock figurines. 
one from like the 90s Warlock and then one from the Abnett and Lanning costume. And then I have the Yoda. But that's really it. Oh, I do have some, I have a couple He-Men from my like, uh, when I was a kid. Right. That I, I kept that uh, I have a vintage like He-Man and Skeletor both riding Battle Cat and Panther sitting on my desk as well at home. The original nice. series. See, I have like the 84, 85 Mattel Secret Warrior or Secret Wars. Yeah. The figures that I still had when I was a kid. Right. They're in pretty rough shape, but... <laughs> well, that's... A, yeah, I have a whole box of these Heyman up in my attic, but most of them are, like, sticky from whatever I was playing with, and the rubber controls the waist and stuff is all worn out, and they're flopping right. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, the Heyman and Skeletor that I put on my desk are still in decent shape. But anyways, this... Uh, so this Infinity Gauntlet, it's 100 bucks. They're selling for, like... seen them selling on eBay for as much as twice that. Yeah. And there's one in particular that's has like 30 bids on it that's up to about 150 with yeah. a couple of days left it's um, because they're not staying on the shelf right they're selling out right so that's what i'm trying to figure out is my my plan is i get two of them i flip one and make my money back and then it's like i got one for free but not being a huge toy collector like the timing of all that is like i'm 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 unfamiliar with like do i try to do i try to do it immediately while it seems yeah, like people are buying them or do i Wait till closer to the movie? No, I would do it immediately. Yeah? Because it's kind of like flipping comics, too. Right. Like, um, well, for example, like uh, Monstrous, I think it was, mm -hmm. for Image. Like, when number one came out, it sold out. Right. And, and you know, now it went from, like, a three ninety nine book to, like, a $30 book. But but now, like, number one is five ninety nine or 10 bucks at best. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to get your peak money, I would do it now. The market's like us, and it has ADHD too. So, <laughs> and you don't know if they're gonna how many they're gonna make. Yeah, right. I mean, right now, if you go to Hasbro's site, it says they're out of stock. So I don't know if right. that means it's just they're going to print, they're going to make more, or they're not. I mean, I have no idea. If they stayed at a really low number, I would think that would help the value, just like it does with comics. But then again, after the movie, who knows? Maybe nobody's going to care. <laughs> so Yeah, it just depends on the momentum of it. Can Marvel keep that momentum? Yeah. That was a couple of things that they did, too, is like um, when they moved up the, the week for the Infinity War, mm -hmm. they also shuffled around like movies in 2019 and 2022. Oh, did they? Yeah. How so? They just shuffled the dates around. They're still untitled or whatever, but they shuffled a couple of dates around. Like one was supposed to come out May 4th or whatever, and now it's coming out at the end of um, April again or whatever. Yeah, I'm still looking forward to Infinity War, even though my movie my superhero movie fatigue setting in i got my fingers crossed that this is going to be like cool so i was watching shield yesterday the the latest episode just came out after their spring break or whatever it is yeah and i was sitting there thinking man i love this not because it's a superhero show because it's like a this sort of time traveling sci-fi concept that they're playing around with and i'm like this is for me this is what's missing from the movies right now is that every move I see, movie I see, it's the same story, just in a different context or different twist, right? Yeah, I can see that. Whereas S.H.I.E.L.D. is, uh, I don't know, I mean, they got good guys and bad guys, but it's not that classic, you know, uh, superhero story. It's this weird, they're going back and forth. Have you seen the latest episode yet? I have not seen the 
this want, week's or this past week's. I'm wondering if you'll get more into it because now they're they're back they're, on Earth. And they're back on time. Earth, but they're still playing around with with time travel. So they're actually have gone. I think they've gone back in time now when they return. And uh, some of the people from one of the one of the characters. I won't completely spoil it, but one of the characters that was that they met in the future winds up accidentally going back with them. And now he's like this uh, in Earth. He's never experienced like life on a planet. Anyways, they're doing some really cool stuff with it, and it's kind of fun. And I'd like to see that in the movie. And my fingers are crossed that Infinity War will at least... The Russos have... have, I mean, they're not incapable of writing good stories. They've done... They did Winter Soldier, so... ah, My fingers are crossed that it'll hook me back in a little bit. Yeah, Um, that'll be cool. But you know what gets me? Can I rant for a second? Go for it, dude. Can I I vent? Vent. Can I channel my uh, inner... Your aggression. Inner Paul Tesner and rant and vent (laughs) on a podcast? (laughs) Go for it. Here's what gets me about Infinity War. I don't know. You might be one of these people. I don't know. Maybe you are. But I, I hear people say... The movie would never work because it has too many people in it. Okay. That bugs me. Because I understand, like, okay, if somebody's concerned about that, then fine. I mean, I, I get it. It's like sort of a it's, a... it's an unknown right now. It's a big question mark whether or not they can pull it off. It's very ambitious. But some people, it sounds like they're adamant that, like, it's a mistake and a failure with a... That it can't be a successful movie. A successful movie can never have that many characters. Like there's some kind of fortune teller that knows the future because this has never happened before. So how does, like, we don't know if it's going to work or not yet. There's no, like, example to base it off of. Yeah, that's true. I I just don't want them to hype it up that we have. I guess I'm on the, I don't want to be in the middle on the fence about it, but I guess I don't want them to hype up that we got 60 plus characters, but then only show like cameo appearances, like Days of Futures Past did type of thing. I feel like Marvel Studios is a little bit, has proven themselves to be a little bit more capable than Fox of of doing these movies. Well, I mean, Days of Futures Past was great. Right, but they didn't have the best track record consistently. But it's not even that. It's just, to me, I don't. Some people have rumored that, like, we're going to see this is where the Fantastic Four come in. You know, or just like cameo style or whatever, like yeah. seats. I think they have to do that, though, don't they? Why, why would you have to? Why would you have to do it now just because we got the rights back to it? Oh, I, I'm not don't talking about Fantastic it. Four. I'm talking about the uh, you can't feature every character in one yeah. two-hour setting. Yeah, and I think I think that's the biggest gripe about it, though, is, right. is, isn't the, the, the 60-plus characters that you have. You're, but you're not going to give 60-plus characters two, two to ten-minute screen time. So why even have them in there? Why show them even in there? Well, why yeah. do we do it with comics? Like, we have these all-hands-on events in comics, and we feature we, – not feature, but we show characters just to get across the point that, hey, this is a big deal. It's an all-hands-on event. See, all these people are engaged and interacting with it, even if you don't have a huge story with those characters, Right. They do it all the time in comics, so why can't we do it in the movies too? Well, well, I mean, I guess we can, but with this type of movie, we only have a select solo movies that will t- that will follow and tie in. As to where in comics, they might show up in their own series. That's like twenty One separate shots. titles deep. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm okay either way, really. I mean, I'm not. I think it's risky for the simple fact that there's that many characters in it, but I think it's 
um, a risk that needs to take to like shake up things. Yeah. Well, is it because the characters are so well known at this point? Because I mean, a lot of movies have characters in it. Like Justice League, for example, had. There's plenty of uh, characters in it. All the Amazons and and uh, you call them Amazons, Amazonians. What do you call yeah. them? Yeah. Yeah. Amazons, I would assume. Um, that were in the movie, and you know them. You know them by name, but they're only in it. Just briefly, is it because that these Marvel characters have all been featured in some way that it makes it a bigger deal? Well, that's like comparing apples to oranges, though, really. Because, I mean, that's like in Infinity War, if we see like the tribe of Wakandans. Right. That That's a better comparison than like the, Am- the Amazons. But if we see like two groups of X-Men or the Fantastic Four... And it's just a camera pan, and you see them in uniform or whatever. Then to me, that's kind of like, like misleading propaganda. Oh, Wolverine's gonna make his MCU debut here, but yet he yeah. has like twenty second cam-, cam pan, you know? Yeah. Hey, Ronnie, they're finally coming for you. The mall's finally caught up with you. Yeah, we're right downtown, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll does see. That, does that make more sense, though? Yeah, I, that... I think I think that stuff's kind of rumors, like gone amok, though, because I don't see, I can't imagine mutants being in this. I mean, they started writing this and filming this before the uh, merger, before it was even the, the rights were even sold. So I can't imagine those appearances happening, uh, not in this one at least. Okay. If I had a, if I was a betting man, I wouldn't put yeah. my money on it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't either. But. Um, See, I, I don't know. I'm I'm the other side of it. Like, and I understand there's like bias that comes into play for probably some people on both sides of the argument. But to me, I'm like, it's a cool, ambitious idea. So I'm looking forward to it. You know what I mean? I'm not turned off by the the idea of casting all these people. I'm looking forward to them actually doing something that I have only seen in comics up to this point. And if it doesn't work out, then it's like, okay, well, it didn't work out. <laughs> don't do it again. But right, let's yeah. at least let's at least try it and, and see yeah. what happens, you know. Yeah. See if you can do it, and they got a good team working on the movie, so. Uh, but for me, I think this one, because I don't think an Avengers collaborated team movie has hit really good since the first one. There's only been two. Are you talking? You including like a Civil War? Well, yeah, I was including Civil War too because everybody was mashed up in there. But yeah, I thought Civil War did. People responded to it pretty well, though, didn't they? It was yeah. Age of Ultron. I thought that got that wasn't. Yeah, Age of Ultron par. got the the three out of ten or whatever. Yeah, and I understand that. It, to me, it seemed like the most forgettable of the of those three, at least. Which is a shame too, because the guy that played Ultron was pretty awesome. I thought. Yeah. So, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on that, or is that your rant? Oh, that was my rant. <laughs> that was it? I was, yeah, was that not a good enough I, rant? I was, well, I was waiting for you to, like, get <laughs> all somebody loud up. and, like, yeah, like, clear stuff off your desk and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Start throwing stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I, huh? I, don't, I don't have anything near me that I, I, I uh, <laughs> want to throw. <laughs> I'm sitting in our, our like, uh, TV room where the playroom is, and I got, like, a... Uh, PS4 controller beside me, but I don't want to throw these things. Like these things are like sixty 50 bucks each. Bucks. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna throw that. I get mad at my kids when they drop them on the floor. So to <laughs> go back to the toy thing. Okay. 
when you were little, did you get the Mattel toys, the Secret Wars toys? Yeah, so I, I no, I definitely, I don't even think I had a, had any of those because I, I don't remember when I was that young. I don't really remember even being uh, introduced to Marvel. Like I knew the main characters. I was familiar with Spider Man and I was familiar with Hulk. But like the Avengers, I'm not even sure I could have told you who the Avengers were when I was really young. Check your Skype message there. There's the picture of some of them. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, I just, I don't, I don't think I had any exposure to them at okay. all. Yeah, because I was like big, big into them and the DC ones also. Yeah, 1984. So I would have okay. been eight. Well, I would have been eight, eight, seven or eight too. Yeah. Yeah. No, so that's man, I, I, had, I, I had He-Man. Well, I had He-Man too. He-Man, G.I. Joe's, and these were yep. like my three things. Crazy. I had He-Man, I had G.I. Joe's, I did not have anything Marvel. I'm telling you, my, my exposure to Marvel didn't really come until I was almost a teen. Or early early teen, pre-teen mm. age. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I used to have epic battles with uh, the evil guys against right. my G.I. Joe's. Yeah. And, of course, you know, you had Cap. I always had Cap come in. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious. I still have some of these. Like, um, uh, I pretty much have them all, but some might miss an arm or a leg or, like, <laughs> Dr. Octopus's arms. Um, I don't have. Yeah, those don't look like they would uh, last very long. Yeah. Little, are they little, like, thin and long? Yeah, and, and they, like, snapped on his back. Right, like four snaps that you can take on and off, and if you did it too many times, then it just wallered out the hole. <laughs> I could totally vision that. Yeah. Uh, did you have Wolverine with like the I long did. claws? Yep. Those they're, look like they get banged up too. Well, they're like they click on the wrist. Oh, that's that's gone. You don't even have yeah. the claws anymore. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, kids collect the Titan. Marvel Titan series. Okay. You've seen those. There's like a million of them. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And the Wolverine, I've, I've taken it from them. I've, I've put it up high on the shelf because <laughs> instead of even – it's worse than, than what you just described. Like each claw is like individual blade and it slides into his fist. So there's six little pieces. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I'm way too OCD for you to lose, like, one of those. And Wolverine's walking around with, like, two on one hand and three on the other. I'm like, that'll drive <laughs> me insane. So they got, like, they got a bunch of, they got, like, 20 of them. So I just, I put that one off. I said, you know what? Don't play with this one. <laughs> Are they 12-inch figures? Uh, they're, yeah. No, they're yeah. Maybe a little bit taller than that, right? I, I don't know. They're I right, right, right around there. They're big. Yeah. Because I have, like, Star-Lord and... um. Ant-Man. Yeah, I'm looking at them right now. I see Hulk, Wolverine. They got the Hulkbuster up there. All the Avengers. All the Guardians except Drax. We couldn't find Drax. They have a Thanos Infinity War one? I haven't seen that yet. There might be, though. Huh. Uh, They usually come out right around the time of the movie or shortly after the movie. Okay. I see them hitting shelves. Because these are still targeted at kids, right? So they're not thinking about them until after the movie right after they've seen it yeah and then you usually see it. and it you know and i read that like this whole industry is suffering fatigue from the movies 
like the Marvel characters, the DC characters, and like Star Wars toys. Okay. Over the last year or so, that the sales are really starting to decline, and they think it's just because there's just the the movies are flooded the industry with like characters that kids don't have anybody in particular to like latch onto. So like a certain character to you. Right, a certain character or a certain group of characters. Right. Um, like I, I played with He-Man for years, and even though they had a huge line of of, of figures, it mm. was still always you had this hierarchy. It was like He-Man and Skeletor at the top, yeah. right? And then underneath him, it was uh, I'm trying to think of some of their names: Manny Faces and yep. uh, uh, Man, Man at Arms. Arms. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then it filtered down, and he had all these other characters that were like, who cares? Stinkor. Yeah. Grizzlor. <laughs> yeah. Ram Man. <laughs> but with these superheroes, it's like, um, they, they're, it's just like constantly a new one coming out, and it's not like there's, there's no hierarchy like that. It's not like Marvel is Captain America, and that's it. Everybody else is sort of... Sub-players. Right. Right. It's like, yeah. okay, Captain America was at the top, and now he's getting trumped by these other characters. Hey, by the way, we might even kill him off, <laughs> and then next year there's going to be more. Uh, anyway, so that's – they're definitely seeing sales decrease in the in the toy market for this right. stuff. Uh, yeah, I can, I can see your point, too. It was kind of like – for me, it was kind of the way that the Thundercats toys didn't work yeah. out. Yeah, I never had the, those. Because the Thundercats toys, you just had the Thundercats and then the bad guys, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Man, you missed all the good, cool toys. What do you mean? Oh, Thundercats. <laughs> yeah. He-Man was the best. He-Man was awesome. I, I will give you that, yeah. Uh, did you have Fitz- Fisto? Fisto, yes. And like the <laughs> Jitsu, which was really yep. the same exact guy, just different yeah. body color and a different hand. <laughs> yep. That is correct. That was the cool thing. You could look at those all the characters, and you could totally see which body parts were reusable, or just redo paint jobs because you had right. Faker, who was basically He Man, right? Only purple. Yep. Yeah, that's what I mean. You could see the body parts being reused, just painted different. <laughs> yeah. A different fist on different shoes on another one. Yep. <laughs> and they had so many of them, man. Grizz. I said Grizzlor already. Oh, did you have a? We're like to, on a non-Marvel tangent now, but um, I wish I would have kept this. Like I would so love to have this today, and I don't. Uh, but I had Castle Grayskull and Snake Mountain when I was. I a did. Kid. You had both. I had of both. Them? Yep. Got I it. had. I had pretty much like the checklist of checklists of of He Man stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> but like, you know, I had Spike Or and. Even like the swamp creatures that came out later, right? Like uh, the snake people, I had those right. too. Yeah, I remember one. There was one guy I had. I don't remember his name, but his mouth. He had a button on the ba- his back. You pushed, and it made yep. his mouth into a suction cup. Yep. Yep. And he just stick to the window. Yep. Yeah. Somebody I, had I fun, that. man, designing those toys. Yep, I remember that guy. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to Google it so I can remember his name, though. I could see the toy. Plain as day. I just don't know the name. Yeah, I can picture in my head. I think he's green. and uh, Was it just Succor? <laughs> probably. They had the worst names. It's like they came up with these cool ideas. Oh, it was uh, Leech. I think it was Leech. Leech. 
Yeah. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look up Bleach. That's him. Oh, he yep, had suction him. cups yep. for his hands, too. Yeah. But I don't think yeah. they worked very well. No. Because <clears throat> he was massive. His body was massive. Yeah. Like, heavy-wise. Right. And did you have the guy, I don't remember his name either, but his... He had, like, tons of arms and legs, and you could pop them off and on, and on to yep. different places. It was, like, the first creative figure. Yeah. Yep. And I had Hordak, too. Hordak. I don't remember who that was. Yeah, he was, like, the the second to Skeletor. Like the oh, second yeah, yeah, yeah. I did have him. Yeah. I did have him. And, and B and off or whatever his name oh, is. Oh, yeah. Uh, right, I had him, too, the yellow jacket-looking guy with the wings. Yeah. He was cool. Stratos. Stratos, Stratos. Stratos was the gray guy yep, with like the, oh, goggles. The, the uh, Falcon version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many cool things. <laughs> yeah. But I man, if I had that if I still had my Castle Grey Skull and uh Snake Mountain, I would put it on display somewhere. And just yeah. uh, my kids would get into it, but I mean if I if I still had it it'd probably be all banged up. Yeah. Well, that's like I was saying with my Marvel Secret Wars Mattel figures. Like I had, I have Daredevil and Spider Man and Cap and Iron Man. Yeah. But like the painting, like Daredevil's just red with a black DD on his chest, mm-hmm. and like you know he got banged up so bad, like the you can't even tell it's two Ds anymore. <laughs> yeah. Or Spider Man's web on his face, you can't tell that yeah, it was even supposed to be there. They could probably, uh, if you scratched them up enough, they probably look Daredevil and Spider Man kind of look the same. Probably, yeah. And Cap. Yeah, Cap's um, A. And it's is... funny, man. Like these things in that condition, it's like mm-hmm. there's no value whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. But if they're if you have a new one in the box, yeah, you could go for a lot of money. Mint on the card, they call it. <laughs> it's like why when we were kids didn't we just like keep them all in the box? Because we wanted to play with them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not a chance. That stuff was staying in the box. Nope. It was out of the box within seconds. Yeah, it, it was probably out of the box in Walmart parking lot, I would say. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, it's weird, man. I love those things, man. Uh, my kids aren't into it as much. Now with the uh, with the introduction of all this high-end gaming stuff, yeah, it's sort of like they have some figurines, but they don't play with them. And actually, they'll play with them if I tell them no more games, no more video games. Yeah, because it's like a re- resulting into a punishment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I'm gonna have to go on eBay and start looking for all the Secret Wars <laughs> old ones that I don't have anymore. And, and get them again. Yeah. Would you, if you got one, uh, would you take it out of the box? I probably wouldn't get it one that's on the card actually because that's like i'd rather get a first appearance of an old person of an old comic than spend it spend 50 60 dollars on a figure yeah. on a card but yeah those were fun back in the day i can't believe you missed those i just it, it almost was like marvel didn't exist to me until the 90s other than the yeah i know i, I i'm just saying like for me i can't like right. fathom it because it was always ingrained in me you know Right. Did you have DC toys? I had the DC ones too. I can't remember what they're called though. DC Superpowers, I think. Yeah, yeah huh. I had those too. I don't even remember anybody that had those. Kang and Baron Zemo and Cap and Wolverine were like and Black 
Duck Suit Spidey were my favorite ones from yeah. there that that's, I always played with. That's a good uh, like launching point for comics. Yeah, if you had those when you were a kid. Yeah, and then like for the DC side, I, I always liked Shazam <coughs> and Green Arrow and uh, Doctor Fate for yeah. some reason. I don't know why. Now, see, this is all like making sense now that. Like, if I would have had these when I was a kid, mm-hmm. when I would have started reading comics in the 90s, I probably would have leaned more towards the characters I had, the top-selling Secret Wars figures, whatever they were at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead, yeah. I went into the comic store, was clueless, and just got into what the big thing happened to be that month. Yeah. Which at the time was the Infinity Gauntlet stuff, which see, certainly I, wasn't a Secret Wars action figure. See, I think I I played with the DC ones more because they had um, more points of articulation. Yeah, because they were made different. These almost yeah. look like He-Man. Yeah, with all the variations. Well, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't very big though. Yeah, like He-Man was bulky or whatever. Right. Oh, I like the Penguin. Is that the, the Penguin? Penguin's cool. Is yeah, the Joker 18? was cool. Huh? I like it. It's eighteen. Is that the Penguin? Uh-huh. Yeah, I like it. They made him fat. It's yep. funny. Yep. I don't I never had a fat. Brain, Brainiac 16. He was pretty cool. These these are the ones that had like different things like when you squeeze the legs or squeeze their arms together, they did stuff. Okay. Like 9 is Red Tornado and like when you when you squeeze his arms together, his body would rotate or his lower yeah. body would rotate. There was a He-Man that did that, like his body, his top torso spun around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they were all kind of copying each other. Yeah, basically. Did you have the He-Man uh, that had, like, it came with caps that you put in his chest or something? Yeah. And the, it would, like, like a uh, almost like a cap gun? Yeah. And it, you could uh, smell the sulfur? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He-Man cowboy. Because he looked like a cowboy, right? Did he? I don't remember. I remember there was yeah, one. I had w- I had one where you hit his chest and it would change from normal to like have an axe mark through it. And then I had another one that you put caps in his chest. And I don't remember. Yeah. You did something to him and they would they would explode. Oh, you're saying that your actual He-Man did that? Yeah, it was like his chest or his back or somewhere you put had these yeah, little little rings. I see him now. Yeah, I see him. I don't remember how you put them in, but they had caps and you would do something to him and it would. Like a cap gun. Uh, huh. I think you... Maybe I don't remember what you did. So, it's, so it had, like, sound effects? It was, like, literal... Like a cap gun. Like, you put the caps in there, and you could... Yeah. Like, you'd smell the sulfur and everything. Yeah. And then there was another one with a little wheel in his chest, and it would... Like, you, it would look like a normal chest, and you'd hit it, and it would mm-hmm. change to, like, an axe mark, and then you hit it oh, again, yeah. and it would change... Battle like, damage. Yeah. Some crazy stuff. Damn it. Now you got me down this rabbit hole. Yeah, it's battle damage, he man. And then you had battle damage Skeletor too. Right. Yep. I had both of those. Yep. Same here. I need to get a He Man and Skeletor pop figure though, because I don't have them yet. Is the live action movie coming out still? Yeah. Apparently. I don't know. Well, you want to wrap this one up, buddy? Sure. Oh man, does that mean I got to do the outro since you did the intro? Yep. That's exactly what that means. <laughs> Oh, I gotta do it ominously. Oh, this okay. This has been the Ultimate Marvel Podcast, featuring Jack and Ronnie. And what do we do for an outro? Oh yeah, you can reach us on Twitter <laughs> at multi- Ultimate Marv Pod at Ron Bar three sixteen and at Jack Sutherland. And check us out on Nerdy Legion. 
I'd like to give shout outs to all my peeps out of, I don't know. <laughs> if you enjoy listening to podcasts and you could enjoy listening to audiobooks, because if you go to nerdylegion.com and click on the Audible link, you'll get two free Audible books. What? Yeah. Really? And you get to keep them, even if you don't sign up for the service. And there is a couple of cool Marvel books out there, too. Like The Untold Story of Marvel. That's a good one. It's like 40 hours long, though. See, I thought you were going to say, uh, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you could send donations to our <laughs> GoFundMe page. Well... Do we have a GoFundMe page? <laughs> no. But we but, do have gear. Yeah. And you can IM me on Twitter and I'll send you a play I'll send you the address where you can send me a check. <laughs> I'll gladly do it. We we do have Ultimate Marvel gear now though. It's pretty sweet. So when, too. when you're signing up for your Audible, you can just click on the threadless one and there's t shirts, water bottles, tote bags. Right. And if you want to send me two hundred bucks, I'll send you an authentic <laughs> infinity gauntlet animatronic awesomeness yeah and this has been our toy collecting episode yeah it was fun it was fun all day all day every day every day we was on that block until we made a way made a way day to day man that's the only way only way they gonna know my name until it fade away Did you have Did you have these. Wonder Woman? Yeah, I had I had most of these. That was your favorite, wasn't it? She was cool. Did you uh, team her up with your Barbies? <laughs> no, I didn't have Barbies. <laughs> <laughs>